Welcome to Mature in Every Way, a study of James. I'm Renee Adelsberger. We're going to walk through this book verse by verse. For more from me, visit pedestriangod.com. Let's get started. James takes a three-verse pause here in the middle of his discourse on wisdom. It feels disconnected from the rest of the passage. I'm going to read verses 5 through 11 so that you can feel the abruptness of the subject change. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting. For the doubter is like the surging sea, driven and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, being double-minded and unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of humble circumstances boast in his exaltation, but let the rich boast in his humiliation, because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises, and, together with a scorching wind, dries up the grass. Its flower falls off, and its beautiful appearance perishes. In the same way, the rich person will wither away while pursuing his activities. Did you hear how sudden that topic change was? A doubter is double-minded and unstable in all his ways. Oh, hey, let the poor brother boast in his exaltation. We have to stay on our toes to keep up with James and everything he wants to tell us. Remember what we looked at earlier? James is addressing everyone in his letter. That means this letter was for both the poor and the rich. All of us, poor and rich, are going to face trials. Oftentimes when we are poor, we think that the rich have it so easy. We grow jealous of their stuff and their seemingly easy lives. And the rich have their own set of struggles. They may not be worried about where their next meal is coming from or how they will pay rent this month. Instead, they are in danger of becoming dependent on their own abilities and resources rather than relying on God. James tries to remind the poor believers not to wallow in their circumstances, but to find joy in the fact that they are presented an opportunity to rely on God and to witness Him provide for them daily. The rich are to remember that it's not their wealth or possessions that saves them, but their humility before God and their faith in Christ. Just like Jews and non-Jews are saved the same way, so also rich and poor are saved through the same faith in Christ. James echoes many other passages in the Bible that illustrate how fleeting our attempts at worldly success are. He also chooses to use a picture of flowers in the sun. I love living in West Tennessee. One reason is that we experience all four seasons each year pretty equally. We're not the northern states that have half a year of winter and terrible blizzards, and yet we're not the southern states who wear shorts all year round. We enjoy summer, spring, winter, and fall. When it's summer, it's hot and humid. The grass and flowers I enjoyed so very much during the springtime are goners. I try to extend their lives by watering them before and after work every day, but it's in vain. The blaze of the sun wins every year. In this passage, people who are living for earthly rewards are also in a vain pursuit. The Bible teaches us repeatedly that only what's done for Christ will last. I wonder what you listed as some of the treasures on earth in your homework. I spent time thinking about mine. There are some quick and easy ones to add to the list. Money, popularity, technology, 
My job is fine, but my paycheck is even better. I do find comfort and enjoyment in seeing a positive amount in my bank account. But we need to find ways to meditate on these next two scriptures and apply them to our lives. You read both of them during your homework, but I still think it would be helpful for us to hear them again. Isaiah 47 through 8. The grass withers, the flowers fade, when the breath of the Lord blows on them. Indeed, the people are grass, the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God remains forever. And Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves don't break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where is your heart? Matthew said it's where your treasure is. Are you building up earthly or heavenly treasure? I'm afraid to admit that I'm building up more earthly treasure than I realize. I may not be mega rich, but I'm richer than the majority of the nations on earth, and I have built quite the little kingdom for myself. Even now as I type, I look around at what's in my living room alone. For one, I'm typing on an iPad. And I'm quite certain that there are three iPhones in this room alone, with a big screen TV and a cabinet crammed full of DVDs. I like my techie kingdom. I find it beautiful. But if I'm not careful, this beautiful little kingdom of mine is going to be just like the beautiful flower that James warns us about. Just like the sun, S-U-N, will rise and its rays of sunlight will scorch the flower, so also one day the sun, S-O-N, will rise and his rays of glory will scorch my earthly pursuits. Isaiah, however, reminds us that the word of our God remains forever. Matthew adds that nothing can ruin our heavenly treasures, not even moth, rust, or thieves. And James warns us that the rich person will wither away while pursuing his activities. This person has become so obsessed with his earthly treasure, whatever it is, that he has neglected his spiritual treasure. That is, he has put faith in himself and his stuff rather than put his faith in God. The Lord has blessed us all with a variety of talents and abilities that he wants us to use for his glory. But so often, we use them for our own glory instead. Thankfully, we can look just a verse behind us for guidance. One way to keep our lives focused on God and His glory is to ask for wisdom in faith. He will give us the wisdom we need to evaluate our lives and repent in the areas that are pursuing ourselves rather than Him. Father, we thank you for the wisdom that you give us. Help us evaluate our lives so that we can live for your glory. Help us depend on you in every area of our life. We love you. Amen.